Good morning. And thank you for joining this morning. <clears throat> Being aware of awareness meditation. You'll hear three bells. Just a moment. And then 30 minutes. And then the final bell in 60 minutes. So I invite us all to notice that in all likelihood, the habitual outward focus, objects, perceptions, thoughts, looking out, has been the kind of the energy that has been moving us. Of course, it's just fine. It's just an opportunity to notice, right? It's an opportunity to um, drop in to the fullness of this moment. And just taking a moment to just be with the, the, the swirling uh, contents of experience, be they you know, external stimuli, be they internal stimuli. There's a ongoingness to it. Constantly changing. Even the most mundane, you know, morning day rituals. If you slow it down, is object after object after object that arise in consciousness with little to no awareness of what the objects are arising in, of the knowingness with which the objects are known. So nothing at all complicated or you know, kind of esoteric about it. It's just how it works. I heard like a, a musical contemplation by Michael Beckwith the other day. He talked about the the acquisitive mind. Just acquiring. Dr. David Hawkins calls it the experiencer. It's a, oftentimes an insatiable desire for more. Not necessarily more stuff, but that can be part of it. But more experience, different experience. 
and how that can show up as kind of the chatter in the mind that says, okay, okay, well, what's next? What's next? So there's a, there's perhaps a, a bit of a restlessness to it. So it definitely takes energy to keep that going. And the invitation in these meditations is very simple. We literally are invited to exhale, trusting that even the breathing will be done for us. invitation is to allow everything just as it is in our experience. John Kabat-Zinn says, just put the welcome mat out, all of it. Just for these precious moments, trust that all of it is here not to you, but for you. So it's like a kind of a gentle nudge. Step, step back away from the edge of the choir, next and next and next. And just kind of settle back into this and this, and this.
So just really invite you to take up residence in I don't know mine. And, and real open to a real beginner's mind. This is the first moment you've ever sat, just been with the entirety of experience, way your back feels against the surface you're leaning against. The way your feet feel. The way each toe kind of hangs out next to the other one, just kind of doing its toe thing. Where arms are positioned. The relaxation or lack thereof, the muscles around the jaw, the mouth. Why the tongue's just right there. You always know exactly where a tongue is, don't you? You may not you know, bring it to awareness, but it, it's there. The knowing is there. We, we didn't all just discover we have a tongue. There's this, this capacity of awareness. allows the fullness of what's here. Sound of the car, position of the hands, the breeze on the skin or no breeze, the desire that it be just a little cooler or just a little warmer. breath just showing up, playing through all of it, knowing its way in, knowing its way out. I've been sitting here for 12 minutes so far, just heard the birds. Just really heard them. Which is different than being aware that there are birds, right? We can kind of know things. versus the, the, the more direct, visceral experiencing 
of the knowing. That makes sense. That distinction is offered because it is not new to any of us that there's this thing, this awareness, this aliveness, this beingness, <laughs> this animating life force energy that is us. We know this. But to know it as a concept, to know it as a pointing, to even know it as a truth. may not be to know it. And the invitation during this time together is to notice that when attention relaxes, when in essence, mind is, mind's kind of reassured, there's no place to get, there's nothing to do. There's a natural sinking back of attention, of awareness, of receiving that attention. Something is aware of all of that. So what we're doing is observing. The observing is happening. Aware that awareness is present, fully functional, online, dynamic, alive, receptive, open. To the, to, the, to the acquisition mind, right? To the, to the, uh, to the school, you know, to the next, next, next mind, to the experiencer, mostly, you know, like a Pac-Man gobbling up the experience, little thingies. Just being aware of awareness stuff is like, what is that? There's just not much going on here at all, is there? It does not at all present as a bright, shiny object, a new exotic squirrel. Matter of fact, Rupert Spirus says the taste of tea is more exotic. being aware, that foundational awareness of awakening to that. But in fact, 
this is a singular experience that transcends experience. That's the limitation of language. This is a unique experience, lack of a better word. It's the only experience that does not exist in a subject-object relationship. I open my eyes, I see the palm tree. I see Reggie. I smell the fresh cut grass. Subject and object. Being aware of awareness. is the only experience in which what is aware with is what is aware of. Awareness is the means by which it's known that we are aware. In essence, awareness is aware of itself. Like the sun, which is both the source of illumination and the illumination itself. That's where the distinction is kind of critical between thinking about being aware of awareness, which may well be interesting, versus being aware with awareness, by awareness, in awareness, of awareness. And to mind, it only knows subject-object relationship. 
we can't look for awareness with that same looking. So there's a relaxing that takes place. That's why we take the first 10, 15 minutes each time to just let everything just be where it is. What we're doing is just kind of subtly undermining any resistance to what it is, any stories, any holding. Just, they're all objects that awareness will go out. Notice, be with. Once everything has been kind of allowed, the objects, while still present, fall away as, as the dominant focus of awareness. And what's left, mind goes, okay, nothing here. Okay, nothing here. <laughs> what hears that? What knows that? From where are we speaking? When we say nothing here. By asking those questions, we're now they're more classic. To whom does the sound arise? By what is this seen? With what is this known? We're watching as attention turns around, engaging that inward focus, inner focus. And the words of St. Francis can be directly experienced. What we're looking for is where we're looking from. And one of the ways we can notice whether mind has kind of gotten in the act again and we are thinking about the concept of awareness versus being aware of awareness is how the body feels. When being aware of awareness is the the dominant energy. Just this dropping in, right? Just 
falling away and folding. Quiet contentedness that invites us a resting in beingness. And we can only know this for ourselves. And it's here to be known directly. And from this space, you know, we can not only explore this awareness, and Muji talks about the perfume of this resting and beingness, this contentedness, this, this stillness, this peace. But from this place, we're also oftentimes able to hear quite distinctly when mind rises up again, it wants to tell you about your experience. News and weather at 11, you know, here, you know, here it comes, little voice just lets you know. And it might just be like something you did yesterday that was great and that was embarrassing. Something that should happen today. Or it could just be narrating this experience. Wow. That's not how I would, that's not how I would explain it. I would have said this or that. Or even, we can just really tune into the mind stream of chatter. And sometimes it's available to see that that mind stream doesn't need to stop. Nothing needs it to tell a different story. Nothing needs it to stop talking. Yeah. Resting in beingness, being aware of awareness happening, along with birds singing, traffic, mind chatter, an achy shoulder. a dog that wants a walk, life has happened. Awareness is happening. Awareness of awareness is happening. Noticing that awareness is self-aware. I'm sure I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I ain't doing a thing here. I invite you to check out whether mind is suggesting to you that you are a human doing right now. Some add-on to the human being.
awareness is happening. Openness is happening. Quiet, wholesome contentedness is happening. share a verse from the Tao. The Tao never does anything, yet through it, all things are done. If powerful men and women could center themselves in it, the whole world would be transformed by itself in its natural rhythms. People would be content with their simple everyday lives in harmony, free of desire. When there is no desire, All things are at peace.
so for me, this, this Tao chapter is a direct pointing back to awareness. That resting place of emptiness. Which is the through line of all experience, right? No matter what the experience, whether we're feeling heavy this morning, or depressed, or light, or joyful, expectant, or nervous, or anxious. Awareness is aware of that. It is through awareness and by awareness and with awareness, awareness that that object that arises in awareness is known. Of course, mind does not say it's a mere object. Mind says this is a huge deal and lots of attention must be paid to this object. We need to, we need to just continually funnel in all the energy. It's like Scotty, giving it all I got, Captain. And, and yet, a mood, a feeling, a sensation, a perception. All arise in awareness. All arise in that vast ocean of knowingness. So at any moment, the opportunity exists. <laughs> in every moment, <laughs> the opportunity exists. And it's not to say it's always available, but it exists. Um, we are wise not to let mind tell us what's available. Since mind arises in awareness, it can't see behind itself. It has no idea it's a wave in the ocean. It thinks it's the whole thing. <laughs> that it is separate, vulnerable, and in danger. And all that is seen with awareness. In awareness, by awareness. And, you know, there's nothing special about this word awareness. It, 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 that word kind of gets stale or has baggage. It's super helpful to change it up as, as often as we can because then, you know, mind can make anything an object, right? I mean, just look at what mind does to awakening. <laughs> Enlightenment, like total peace and freedom becomes a, a job, <laughs> laden with judgments and expectations and everything that awakening is, you know, is releasing. So this word awareness, nothing special. So you know, it's this sea of consciousness, beings, knowingness, alertness, witnessing. Everything arises and falls in it. It's the through line. The entire life. Every life. And so in each moment it's available. 
to engage that inward focus. Turn attention around to what is noticing of that which is you now kind of alarming, disturbing, distressing. What notices that? Am I the thing that arises? Or am I the thing that notices it? Well, which one's going to be here in five minutes? Because <laughs> it's all going to change. You know, five seconds, five hours, five days. And this state of awareness, right? This condition of awareness never changes. There has never been an experience that made awareness just a little less open. Now, my awareness is judgmental, sorry. My awareness doesn't like green people. Like that is a judgment, an opinion, perception that arises in what? In awareness, seen by what? Awareness, knowingness, consciousness. And this vast, infinite, eternal ocean of consciousness, you may have noticed, <laughs> says no to nothing, says yes to everything. So when chapter 37 of the Tao says, where there is no desire, all things are at peace. Perhaps another way to say that is when desire is recognized as an object arising in consciousness, it can be held a little more lightly, right? It can, it can be seen as something that will come and go less of an imperative and more of an option. And the invitation is to allow that inward focus to notice that in this moment, we are all very aware. <laughs> Awareness is present. We didn't make it. We're not sustaining it. Is there any effort right now? When you woke up this morning, you didn't have to, oh God, wait, I, shoot, I totally forgot to turn the awareness on. It just doesn't happen like that. Awareness is what woke up this morning. Matter of fact, if you set an alarm clock, awareness is what heard the alarm clock while sleeping was happening. Something heard it, right? So it's not that awareness comes and goes. Awareness is always here. The awareness of awareness certainly may come and go.
it reminds me of a quote from Nisargadatta Maharaj and the Seven Steps to Awakening. Without the knowledge of the knower, there can be no peace. To go beyond, you must look away from the mind and its contents. Moods are in the mind and do not matter. Go within, go beyond. Cease being fascinated by the content of your consciousness. different way of asking that is what if nothing has ever happened to you? What if every bit of it has happened in you?
without the knowledge of the knower, there can be no peace. To go beyond, you must look away from the mind and its contents. Moods are in the mind and do not matter. <laughs> go within, go beyond. Cease being fascinated by the content of your consciousness. I can feel the prompt to read one more quote, the next one. It is the nature of the mind to roam about. All you can do is shift the focus of consciousness beyond the mind. We are the casters of our attention. We are the boss of our focus. We have an innate capacity to shift focus. So it's, it's not how many times mind seems to recapture the focus. That will happen. It's the nature of the mind to roam about. It's not how many times we get knocked down. It's how many times we get back up. It's how many times when that is noticed, we heed the words of Sri Mazagirata Maharaj. All you can do is to shift the focus of consciousness beyond the mind. All you can do is to shift the focus of consciousness back 
inward. Go within, go beyond. So without the knowledge of the knower, there can be no peace. If you don't know, there's another place to have the focus of consciousness. You don't know to shift it. So the knowing that there's a, a knower in essence, there's an awareness, there's a beingness, a heart, place of rest, silence, stillness. To know that's there, is just a moment away in a journey of no distance from the head down to the heart. To shift the focus of consciousness away from the mind back to the heart. To that welcoming presence that wide open door it says come rest here to being where where awareness is present, taking it all in, fully functional. And the you you imagine yourself to be, not need to do a thing. Just rest. And the mind may say, you know, I can't just rest. I have to do something. I'm going to come up with watching. Okay, okay, I'll watch. But contemplate that. Are you doing watching? Is watching happening? watching an integral, immutable component of awareness. And you don't do awareness. You are awareness.
nothing to do. We are literally watching the show. Resting in being this.